0: well hi i'm jim jam
1: i'm flim flam
0: stop (laughs) and welcome to two pals in a pod so since we forgot last week laura what's your random fact
1: laser tag is a more affordable activity than i thought it was
0: there's also a 30-year-old man who owes us a laser tag game, but we're going to keep that anonymous and big.
1: I didn't know where we were going from there.
0: Well, we're off to a strong start. We're already Googling, but, you know, at least it's not 11 p.m. this week. Well, what have you done this week? I don't remember anything previously from the past two hours.
1: But before the two hours, do you remember any of that?
0: I totally worded that wrong. I don't remember anything that happened previously to two hours ago.
1: Well, what have the last two hours been
0: like? Cleaning. And we were going to start recording a solid half hour ago, but my dog peed on the couch that we sit on when we record. She just... This dog has never peed on furniture, not even when we potty trained her. I... I'm just confused. I'm not even that mad. She
1: did it as a hate crime. That is for sure, though.
0: (laughs) What's your week been like?
1: I'm having one of those weeks that just uppercuts you, left hook, right hook, all at the same time every day of the week.
0: So I need to knock you out after we're done recording.
1: If I could transform the horrible week I'm having into physical pain and just take that for like an hour and have a nice week I would
0: wow so um sounds great
1: it's not my week did start out a little bit okay though I don't know we'll roll it back to Saturday because that's the last day I can remember I went shopping for a bridesmaid's dress and they are not cheap I have a previous bridesmaid's dress that I used for Jamie's wedding. Ayo, and I want to thank her so much for having me buy one.
0: I'm I'm real sorry.
1: But the consolation here is that the dress Jamie needed me to buy was like the world's lightest pink, and the dress I need now. Is a slightly darker shade of pink.
0: It's it, almost like purpley mauvey.
1: It's like Dusty Rose. I don't know, the popular. There's color. so
0: many options.
1: So you'd be like, wow, it really stinks that you have to get a dress so similar in color. I thought maybe I can dye it. I've spent two days trying to dye this dress. I wasted my whole weekend. It's dyed now. It looks fine. The Bride said, it's fine, but I'm going to tell you, it's still not quite the right color, and I might try and dye it again.
0: I helped Laura do it for a fraction of the time that she spent doing it. That's a science. These people who tie-dye just figured they were hippies with some spare time and some paint, but no, at t- dyeing things is a talent, and I imagine tie-dyeing things is harder. I've never tie-dyed anything, though.
1: It's so wild that you've never tie-dyed anything. I found out my mother has never tie-dyed anything. Me and my friends, we've tie-dyed plenty of things. I have this pair of socks that I made look like bomb pops. Super oh, sick. cute. I have another pair that's like green and purple. It gives me real funky mystery machine vibes. But let me tell you, if you ever tie-dyed anything, you know that shit is easy. Trying to dye something a specific color that's already not white and you have to just mix the colors, it's freaking hard. This dress was like over $100, so I'm trying to not mess it up. I went to the thrift store, bought a nearly identical fabric dress and was chopping that up because it cost me $3 and I was practicing on that. I had to go to the thrift store and also buy a pot for 20 servings worth of food. Because it was a synthetic material, and if you're gonna dye that, you have to boil
0: it. It's intense. I was at your house, gloves up to my elbows. I looked like Dexter's mom from Dexter's Laboratory, and we are blow drying with strands of fabric, trying to figure out why they're splotchy. It was it was a full image.
1: So I really should have just bought a new dress and saved myself a whole weekend. Pretty much. I'm going to try and dye it one more time. If that doesn't work, I'm going to go find a cheap dress because although the color is acceptable enough, I will not match anybody and I'm not okay with that.
0: I guess that's fair. My last weekend was not spent dyeing dresses. And if you listen to episode two, thank you. Leave us a review on Apple podcast. I successfully surprised my friend Brittany with my friend Gabby in Chicago Last week, I kept their names anonymous. I don't know why <laughs> we were listening back to it, and it was it was 11 o'clock at night. You know, cut me some slack. My normal bedtime is 9.30. I was doing the best I could, <laughs> but we went to Chicago, and we had a time.
1: What did you do in
0: Chicago? I love your theme songs. <laughs> the first thing that we did was we went to the new Starbucks Roastery Reserve store, and two of us used to be Starbucks baristas so it was a lot of fun to get to see something way bigger than any store I've worked at and way more complex but it was five stories it was awesome had a great time it's probably like a dorky nerdy thing like going to like the air force museum if you're really into planes but Uh,
1: it was a cool visit to go to the air force museum
0: I've never been
1: I know you don't actually care about this part, but they have spaceship stuff there, and that's why I was, like, freaking out. I took my mom for Mother's Day one year because it was a free activity. And at the very end of the museum, there's presidential planes that you can walk on.
0: That's pretty cool. I feel like museums are underrated. Like, you feel on all those Pinterest things it says, what should you do for a date? Go to the museum. You really should. Museum is always a good time. It's always fun. I personally love it. Maybe it's because I'm a grandma, but I always have a great time. But after that, we just walked around the city, did some shopping. I think we all just window shopped. None of us bought anything. Not even one little souvenir. I think we just bought food, which is really on brand. Um, and then that night, we went out to a taco place.
1: I love tacos.
0: Here's where it gets interesting. So we spend like an hour researching where to go. Why can't we decide? Who knows? All we wanted was french fries. We could have gone anywhere. There's a Shake Shack across the street from our hotel. That would have been fine. But we wanted to like go out. It was girl's trip. Have a little bit of fun. And we found this Mexican place. I cannot remember the name of it. But it was like a taqueria. And it was pretty small. But it had like... What's a taqueria? It's kind of like a Chipotle, but it's ex- exclusively for tacos. It's, like, specifically a taco restaurant, not, like, full-fledged Mexican. I'm going to use that a lot more now. Um, don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's what I was told it was.
1: We're going to pretend we're right until somebody tells us Yeah, we're that's wrong. what it's
0: called, fools. <laughs> <laughs> but, um...
1: You at the taqueria.
0: We made reservations in advance, and, um... It's not like a super fancy place. It was just on like Google. i asked if we wanted to make reservations and I was like, we'll be going out around prime dinner time. We might as well. I'm so glad we did because we got the last table in there. We're in the middle of the place and it is bumping in there. As soon as we get in there, they start playing Blink 182 and then Panic at the Disco. We're having I go. the best time. There is Christmas lights everywhere. And everyone in the restaurant is friends, too. It's the person's birthday next to us. And everyone in the restaurant saying happy birthday. We're having a good time. We also ordered a $45 pitcher of margaritas, which is a bold choice. (laughs) Um, That's 15 bucks each. Yeah. I didn't have too much to drink. We're in the restaurant. I decide that I want to go to the restroom before we start exploring. I go in there. And this is this is where it happens. It's a bar restroom story, which, you know, always is interesting. There's an extra pregnant lady in there.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't heard this story yet, and it's already starting out with a bang.
0: And there's a woman... Uh, they had
1: to bang. Oh,
0: goodness. The woman that is in the stall has just finished vomiting, for lack of a nicer word. But she pulls herself together, and I come in, and her friend who's pregnant is like, It's okay it's your birthday. It's happened to everybody. And I was like, yeah, it's totally fine. I've thrown up in public before too, trying to make this girl feel better. She wasn't crying by any means because I would not have gotten involved in that. And the way that I worded it, I said, it's okay. It's happened to all of us. I've done it too. The woman comes out of the stall and I go in there. It's pretty clean. I put down a toilet seat cover for sanitary reasons. But, like, the woman said it was her 40th birthday. She knew how to clean up after herself at this point. This is not her first experience. The woman, who is beyond drunk and who had just vomited in the toilet, continued the conversation with me while I was in the stall peeing. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I, I personally can't handle when anybody's talking to me in the bathroom. I don't care if my fucking friend comes in with me. Don't talk to me. I'm having a personal experience (laughs) that I don't want to share.
0: You have no idea how wild this gets. But anyway, she said, wait, you've done it before too? And I said, yeah. And she goes, you've done it in public? And her friend says, I think she's referring to throwing up, not having sex. (laughs) And I said, yes, I'm referring to throwing up. And the girl says, Oh, wow, she goes, that's wild. I've never done it in public, except that one time in an Abercrombie and Fitch. But (laughs) but he's my husband now, and I just pleasured him. And I said, okay, happy birthday, have a good night. Cause I I was done talking through the stall at that point. But man, she had a good 40th birthday. And I hope we're still getting lit like that in twenty years. Oh my goodness. I immediately texted Brittany and Gabby and said, I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh that was So insane. was she. Goodness gracious. Well that was an interruption and a half. We'll be back after this.
1: And we're back from our beautiful break. Last week, Jamie asked you guys if you wanted to hear an embarrassing story or a scary story. And we went with embarrassing stories. This week, we're gonna get spooky. So Jamie has a spooky story to tell us.
0: That was a lovely introduction. <laughs> She's about to joke to death. I love it. But, um, yeah, I thought this was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. And that might be an exaggeration. Just might. But... <laughs> It's up there. I'm also a huge wuss, so who really knows? But this happened when I was in I don't I was in middle school. I was probably about thirteen and something that was really common for girls to do when we were little was play school. That's like what we did.
1: Hell yeah. We did
0: it all the time and so also at this time. What was really in was, like, neon and zebra print. I don't want to
1: recall it. It
0: was embarrassing. It was the LMAFO times. Oh, 100%. So, we get decked out in our neon, our side ponies, our big, clunky, neon jewelry, zebra print, wristbands. Like, we look like an 80s workout DVD. Like, it's a lot. Yikes. So, I was playing at the neighbor's house, and her cousin was over, and we were playing with her little sister. So, there's four, there's five of us, but the youngest one, like, kind of came and went, because she was probably, like, four at the time. So, you know, she just did whatever she wanted to do. We were playing school, and we pretended it was picture day, which is why we dressed the wacky. We were like, how crazy would it be if we dressed wacky? And the people who lived across the street... Their house has been there longer than anybody in my neighborhood. It is one of the oldest existing houses on this main road, like off of this main road, and it's over a hundred years old. Um, I think it was built in the 1800s, so it's at least 120 years old now. So it's an old, old house, and spooky things happen from time to time there, like. We would leave the room and go get a snack and turn off her bedroom light. And then we'd turn around and it'd be back on. And we would keep turning it off and it turned turn back on. Just like little stuff like that would happen all the time. So like I said before, we were playing school, crazy outfits. And our friend, it was, I'll give her an anonymous name. We'll just call her Trina. That's not a real... Trina. <laughs> Trina is the only one in the group that has a camera phone at the time, which is
1: wild. Whoa, rich kid
0: chat. We had, like, cameras on our phone, but there's no way you could tell what it was. But hers had, like, a front-facing camera. I think she... I can't remember exactly what it was. But moral of the story, her phone could take the best pictures. So we took our turns taking pictures of each other in the one friend's room that was spooky. So we're taking pictures on Trina's phone, and then we all jump on the bed and try to take a group selfie together. This is when you had to have the phone turned around, so, like, you cannot see when you're taking a selfie. There's something... it The picture is so blurry, but next to me in the background, you can see a girl with straight black hair, a completely blurred face, and a black shirt. Like I mentioned before, all of us are wearing neon, all of us are wearing zebra stripe, and we freak out on this picture. It is very clearly a girl next to us and we're all blurry and she's not. She's in the background of this photo behind all of us and we all lose our minds. Um, The grandmother of the girl who lives there, she's always there, she works from home. We showed her the picture because she heard us screaming and freaking out because there's a picture of another girl in our photo. She's the kind of person who would always tell you we're dramatic. She would never believe a story we told her, even if it was the truth.
1: But this is way too early to, like, Photoshop a picture.
0: Yeah, so we showed her this picture, and her face went pale, and she said, I've never seen anything like this before. So, like, we were probably being dramatic because we were, like, 13 years old, but also not being dramatic because it was really scary. That night, we all went home because we were a little bit frazzled by the situation. All three of us had a dream that night that the girl with the black hair and the black shirt came to kill trina we all had like very vivid dreams about it. Is her. she still alive i haven't spoken to her in a few years so i hope so but the girl in the black hair and the black shirt man but that was i wish that i had the photo saved we immediately deleted it because we were so fearful of it but in hindsight, I really wish we would have saved it, and if we did, I would definitely post it online. It's clear it's day. But um, my dream was that the girl was taking people out of a corn maze, so we all went on a corn maze together, and at the end, I was the last one who finished, and she said, where's Trina? And then pulled up a knife, and then I just woke up. I called her the next morning, freaking out, and I was like, Hey, I had a scary dream last night, and she said, You had a dream that the girl with the black hair and the black shirt killed Trina. And I had not told her this, so it was completely unprovoked. She said both of us did, too, because the cousin was staying the night at the first girl's house. So, yeah. I know that that's, like, a silly, spooky ghost story, but I cannot explain how real that felt to me.
1: I have yet to have a personal ghost story. I do love listening to them, especially when there's like, oh my god, there was a ghost because something fell over. Like, take a chill pill. You're not that interesting. But something like this where there's like a picture and it's like, it's not just like, oh, there's something there. Like, it's so clear. You're like, I'm terrified. I will go pee my pants now. It doesn't matter if I believe in it or not. Like, that's just too creepy and real.
0: It was so spooky, too, because- the photo was blurry because we were all jumping on the bed as so they were taking a picture. Like, it was so blurry. It was so blurry, but this was a crystal clear image of a girl in the background. It was just very off-putting. But, yeah, that's my spooky story. And lots of people are probably going to be like, okay, your spooky story is over a picture from middle school and a dream you had, but I cannot stress how real that felt. I have other spooky stories if you want to hear them, but maybe I'm just a big wuss.
1: (laughs) I have a much smaller, somewhat a little spooky because it's very real, but it's nowhere near ghost girl spooky. Let's hear it. So when I was little, um, me and my brother both had the same problem. We'd get bloody noses a lot just because of the dry air in our house. So our pillowcases were always just looking like murder scenes. (laughs) I'm sure my mom loved having to take care of that. As I grew up, I did not have bloody noses nearly as often or as bad, but I feel like I get them far more than the regular adult.
0: I don't think I've ever had a bloody nose in my adult life. I have knocked myself in the face with a boogie board before, though, and have given myself a black eye and a bloody nose.
1: Now I'm down to like maybe less than six a year, but when they happen, I need a good half hour to take care of things. Um, This was like a few months ago back in summer when it was still warm. I was driving home from work and I had sneezed so hard that I could feel like a runny nose or something. And I had actually had a bloody nose the day before, so I knew there was a quality chance that this was probably also a bloody nose. I was still at least 15 minutes away from home and on the highway.
0: I remember this story clear as day. I didn't realize it till now because Laura called me during the middle of this.
1: I called her right after because there's physically no way I could have called <laughs> you in the middle of it. But I did call you right after because it was a, sc- a very scary event. So I knew I had a bloody nose, and I was like, I'm still 15 minutes away from home, I don't know what to do, so I'm like, I've got cups and shit in my car because I never clean it out, and so first I started with, like, I'm driving with one hand, and I have one hand up to my nose, because they say you're supposed to tilt your head back so it won't be worse, but, like, I'm driving, I can't tilt my head back, so I have to stay forward so I can see where I'm driving, and I'm like... I can just get home and take care of things when I get there. It'll be okay. Not only am I also on my way home, I'm on my way home to change because I've got to go somewhere else immediately after I get home. Let's just say I was late. So anyways, I've got my hand up to my face. I'm bleeding so much at this point. I'm like, I don't know what to do the blood because I have my head tilted the wrong way is starting to run down my throat and fill up in my mouth so yes I have blood in my mouth in my hand and on my nose cute it was all over my shirt but I didn't know it at this point I had to pull off on the side of the highway because I couldn't breathe because of how much blood was happening and I had to pull off on the left side because I I was in the left lane trying to speed home. I pulled over and there was a police officer arresting someone like a hundred yards away from me. I was like, if I'm dying, at least there's somebody here to save me. So I pull over and I'm coughing up blood and just letting my face bleed onto the side of the road for a few minutes. I'm like, I'm still at least another 10 minutes away (laughs) from home and I look like I've been murdered. It's like when you see on a TV show that someone's like covered in blood and they walk into a grocery store or a gas station like there's nothing wrong. Like you would freak out if you saw me. I had a sweatshirt in the back. So, I like take care of myself on the side of the road and I plug my face up with a whole sweatshirt and drive home. A Luke. Yes. I drive home, I get out, and then I just like bleed some more on the side of my driveway. And I go into the bathroom, and at this point, I'm almost done bleeding, but like it's all over my face, all over the sweatshirt i just bought the new outfit i was wearing it's all over my shirt all over my brand new pants to be fair the pants were from the thrift store but like new to me
0: still new
1: and i have to like take care of this clean myself up because i've got to go somewhere else
0: goodness gracious it's amazing how well the body can self-regulate and take care of itself like Fight off disease. If you're a woman, handle your period. But sometimes it just taps out and it's like, you know, I can't drive anymore. I'm just going to bleed out on the side of the highway. It like, was
1: terrifying because, like, it's not just like, oh, you've got a bloody nose. Like, that happens to people often enough. But I couldn't breathe because I, my mouth and lungs were filling with blood.
0: Like, some bodies can take up, can do such incredible things. Like, American Ninja Warrior how can you be that strong and then you can eat those same people could eat bad fish at a restaurant and be out for three days like it's so touchy-feely we are as humans
1: you can grow new bones but not keep them i hit what you could have a baby oh (laughs)
0: well people
1: like lose arms and stuff and like they could still have a baby grow a whole nother arm but they don't get to keep it
0: immediately i thought of like a bone growing behind your ear and then just like falling off like nope i'm done (laughs) (laughs) like a petal of a flower well that took a spooky turn (laughs)
1: <laughs> we're gonna take another quick break to get our composure and we'll be back with advice and questions
0: we actually have some this week if you have some email us at two pals in pod at gmail.com See-
1: hit it Laurel. tinder tales tinder tales come on and grab your tinder pales
0: It gets me every time.
1: Um, This week I do have a very short Tinder tale, but I thought I was funny like I always do. The other day I was on Tinder swiping as that's how the app works. And this gentleman, I don't know, Jamie, give me a fake name.
0: Mm, Richard Gilmore.
1: Okay, so Richard Gilmore messages me and says hello. I say hello back like a normal person. And since this is Tinder, he did not respond normally to hello. He messages me, did you get any good eggplant emoji from Tinder yet? I'm censoring with the eggplant emoji here. It it was a little graphic for right out the gate's messaging.
0: A little explicit. (laughs) So
1: I told him, No, I've just gotten people to be an eggplant emoji to me. And he's like, oh, no, that's not good. So I message him back as if he was acting like he wasn't an eggplant emoji already. I was like, have you gotten any good eggplant emoji from Tinder yet? (laughs) And so he responds, he's like, yeah, once. And then he sends another message. It was wild. So, like I said, I think I'm funny. And I message him back. I hear the ones in the wild live longer than those in captivity. Shut up. And I was cracking up. Because I'm like, that's the funniest thing you've ever read. Let's get married. (laughs) This boy doesn't know how to laugh and not be boring. So he just sends me back. Do you want to sleep with me? Uh. And then I said, No thanks, because I wasn't really interested in sleeping with him after having talked to him for 30 seconds. So this rude, rude man, what was his name again? Richard Gilmore. Richard Gilmore unmatches with me because I'm too funny for him.
0: Can't hang, can't hang. (laughs) See you later, Richard.
1: Goodbye, eggplant emoji man.
0: Alright, you ready for the next one? Heck yeah I am, boy. How do you stay motivated?
1: I guess I'm not ready.
0: <laughs> I saw this and I was like, ooh, yikes, Wazowski. <laughs> well,
1: I guess I am motivated to come do this podcast with you every week. I really have a problem with this. Um, for the longest time, I was food motivated, which is not good. I mean, it is is a reason. When I was younger, I didn't want to go to school because who wants to? So my parents would always like be like, we got you this great thing for breakfast. And sometimes it was a lie and sometimes it wasn't. But it always got me up. Then when I went to college, the thing that was getting me out of bed every morning was, I'm going to graduate and be an adult. Then I was done with that. And now I'm graduated and I'm an adult. And I really actually don't know what gets me out of bed every morning other than I have to or I'll be yelled at
0: that's a reason that's a way to stay motivated I feel like everybody has different work patterns I'm the kind of person who I know this question is on like every personality test like do you pace yourself throughout the work day and have a rigid schedule or do you work more based off of energy spurts and I am 100% category b if I am motivated to do something I just do it which is why I think working from home works well for me because I always make it mandatory that I work enough hours in the week. But sometimes at noon, I just get the sudden urge to reorganize my closet. It's probably not healthy. I should probably seek someone about it, but working from home gives me the flexibility to do that and to still get my work done. So that's something that helps me. I don't know what your every now and then I
1: am still a little food motivated. Like, I don't know, something that helped a lot during college. And if I'm having a particularly tough week, I'll do it. And it doesn't have to be the same thing for you. But for me, I will go get a milkshake when I accomplish a big task.
0: Oh, yeah. Ice cream to celebrate things is something that you learn at a very young age. If you win your first t-ball game, you go out to get ice cream. Like, what else would you do? Soccer game, ballet recital, whatever you did. You celebrated with ice cream. That is a lifelong lesson. I think that could be the advice for the whole podcast. You accomplish something, celebrate with ice cream. If you're vegan, do something that's dairy-free. A popsicle. You like frozen yogurt?
1: Cool. And it doesn't have to be food. You could, like, go rent a movie or... Do any activity that's fun. If you've got something important you need to do and you would rather literally do anything else, like preferably do nothing, (laughs) give yourself a little reward for accomplishing the task.
0: Seriously, I would. It works with
1: children. It works with adults and isn't what you want to do all the time. But for really unmotivated weeks, I highly recommend it.
0: All right, how much more time do you think we've got? How many more questions do you wanna do? Two?
1: We could do at least four.
0: Oh my goodness, we'll see. What is your number one favorite song of all time?
1: That is difficult, I've got a lot of things I like. Um, I guess my goofy, shooting from the hip one is All Star by Smash Mouth
0: story about this. I had a Smash Mouth CD stuck in my car for months. So, specifically that album, which I should know the title of, that's all I could listen to, but I've heard All Star so many times, as many times as anybody our age has, plus some, because that is the only CD I could listen to. Um, I could never pick a number one favorite song of all time, but... My favorite band currently is Vampire Weekend, and they just won a Grammy for Best Alternative Album of the Year, and I feel like a proud mom, and I freaked out, and that is the only thing I know that happened during the Grammys, but I am elated.
1: I did not watch the Grammys either, but I know that Lizzo has a few, and I love her so much. Her- Laura's a Lizzo
0: stan, to say the least.
1: I- she is in my top 5 fave currently. And the song of hers that is my favorite at the moment is I'm crying because I love you. And they don't play it enough on the radio. I bought her album because I got a record player and I was like I need something to listen to. So that that and I have one other album to listen to and that is it.
0: Is it Looney Tunes Christmas?
1: No, it is Logan Henderson from Big Time Rush.
0: I mean, if you could have a threesome with any two people, those would be your people, right?
1: That would be a party. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Yeah, so that's as close as you're going to get an answer to your favorite song from me because...
1: I, I can't pick. I, yeah. I just
0: can't. All right. This is a question for you because I don't have a cat. How do you get your cat to stop From being a little shit.
1: I haven't figured that one out yet.
0: Make sure your cat doesn't have hepatitis.
1: Yeah, he ruined my credit score with his hepatitis.
0: (laughs) Watch your credit score watch your hep. (laughs) Uh, For
1: real though, on cats, if you haven't had a cat before, please hang out with somebody else's cat. If you've been a dog person your whole life and you just go get a cat, you'd be like, that's how you treat pets. Cats and dogs are different. You can love both, but your cat is not a dog. They're going to be different. And when you treat your cat like a dog, you don't get the results you want. And you're like, what's wrong with my cat? And the matter is not the cat. It's you thinking you have a dog and it's a cat.
0: This is 100% the reason why cats do not like me. I've never met a cat that's liked me because I am an aggressive animal snuggler. And if they do not like to be cuddled, then they don't like me. I have a golden retriever, and she's Captain Snuggle. She'll lay on my face. I can't understand why a cat would not also like that.
1: Also, you don't know your pet's real personality until they're fixed.
0: Oh, I feel like that's more true in males.
1: All pets, they aren't truly themselves till they're fixed. Because at some point, your pet will be so old that having puppies or kittens or whatever kind of pet you have won't be good for them. It is better to fix them. I don't understand why you'd need to be a breeder. We already got so many animals. That's a different story. Fix your
0: animals. That's some advice. (laughs) You can get it done,
1: like, if you do it at the right time... A lot of places will have amazing neutering and spay deals.
0: Especially if you adopt. Most animals, if you adopt them, are already spay or neutered. So.
1: Jack, my cat, came. I got him after he had been neutered, which, thank you to my wallet. But then he had to go and get
0: hepatitis.
1: <laughs> hippopotamus <laughs> disease. And it cost me some money.
0: Oh, Jack. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. His full name is Jackless Cage, for anybody wondering.
1: His original name is Bruce Wayne.
0: He is a character, to say the least. You ready for our final question? Bring it out. Last question. Three words. Do girls poop? (laughs) They don't. They don't.
1: It was lovely talking with you guys, and we'll see you next week. If I've... you could rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, we'd love it. If you need advice, email two pals a pod, and we'll answer it on our next episode.
0: All right. I feel like this was successful. Let's go celebrate with some ice cream.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: See you next week. Bye. People actually asked questions this week. Can you believe it? Can you
1: believe?
0: Can you believe? All right. So... What do you want to start with first?
1: Let's start with our dear personal friends who are in extreme turmoil over whatever questions they texted you.
0: Alright, first question. Would you rather be attacked by a tiger or a shark?
1: I'm glad that we are covering the real issues here.
0: 100%. Do you know your answer?
1: It was tiger and a shark?
0: Yeah, I'm 100% made up already.
1: Oh, I think I know too.
0: One, two, three. Shark. 100%, because it could swallow you completely.
1: The shark is going to just bite my head off super nice and easy. Also, I'll probably drown before I even die from the shark eating me. Tiger sounds like a situation where I'd end up living and be horribly disfigured.
0: Yeah, it would take a while for a tiger to eat you, but a shark can just go for it
1: chompity chompity chomp chomp
0: yeah let's all right quick and easy are you ready for the next one sure advice on a work-life balance i'm struggling to find any me time since i work from home i think you could speak on the work-life balance but i also work from home so i thought this was a great question
1: i work too much and i have no life at home
0: this is your life You've dedicated it to doing something that is now mandatory in your schedule. Congrats, you have no free time.
1: I have a little bit of free time, but it's tough to actually use it currently because I live with someone who has to go to bed at 8, and that's when I get home, and it's hard to have whatever free time you want when you have to be quiet and considerate of someone else. Hopefully that will change soon and I can be allowed annoying roommate at midnight but until then I don't have a balance. I work too much and it makes me sad and if you have the capability to balance them do it.
0: I feel like everyone's striving to find a perfect balance but a balance doesn't mean spending x amount of hours doing this and x amount of hours working. It's what works for your schedule. So I also work from home. I understand that getting to have me time is important. So something that I do is on Saturdays, I like to go to yoga by myself. My husband stays home, plays video games. Maybe for you it's staying home and playing video games. But if you work from home, I'm assuming that you probably would like to get out of the house and do something. So just make sure that you have a mandatory thing that you do weekly that's exciting for you. Like for me, something that I do and is still productive is I have one day a week that I go to a coffee shop and work. I love coffee. We're all aware how passionate I am about coffee. I've had coffee during every single one of these podcast recordings.
1: And like we mentioned earlier at the beginning, laser tag is pretty affordable.
0: (laughs) But... (laughs) wow that really threw me for a loop but I do I work at a coffee shop once a week so I'm getting work done and I'm doing something that I enjoy so it's a little tip for you but um really sit down and figure out where you can afford to make me time and make it a mandatory part of your schedule would be my best advice
1: I would take whatever non-work time you have and split it into about three parts one is we all have Home chores, work stuff to do. You need to make that part of your time. You also have loved ones that you would like to see more than once a year. Preferably, if you're living with somebody, you'd like to see them every day, but I know sometimes work schedules don't work out like that. And then you also need personal time. So, whatever way you can manage it, obviously, some of those parts will have more hours than the other, but you got to figure those three in.
0: I think that that's a perfect way to put it. Good job, Laura.